The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode is brought to you by Skillshare. Skillshare is an online community that offers membership with meaning. With so much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives, Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth. If you're a hustler and you want to explore your creativity, you definitely want to check out Skillshare.com slash TSC. That's Skillshare.com slash TSC. All right, let's get into the show. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Aha. I just made the noise too. So what are you going to do when you move to Texas and your throat? Most likely, hopefully it gets better, but it's probably going to get worse. What are you going to do with that never-ending stifling noise you make with your throat? You guys think that that like Texas is going to hurt my throat. I think I'm going to be that that cough's going to clear right up. I'm going to have be talking clear. Like I think the Texas weather, that dry heat, that dry weather is going to do wonders for me. If we move to Texas and the frog in your throat clears up, I will bow down. You when we move to Texas because it's done, it's official. We it's, bought the place, signed official. the papers, it's official. We're going. Texas um, and when I clear up and I'm just just thriving out there, you're gonna see. You're gonna be like, oh wow, I've been breathing this polluted LA air for the last three four years. You're gonna blame it on the air. I'm gonna do some tests. Not only do you cough every single morning as a nervous tick, now Zaza does it. She coughs you. I think that the polluted air from LA is getting into the house and okay. I'm choking. That's we'll, what's happening. We'll see if that's what happens. I mean, it's been wild. Guys, a little context. Like Michael said, we have moved to Texas. If you didn't read the title of this episode. If you didn't read the title of this episode. And I feel like we should give context of why. We just made the announcement. It's been a little while coming. I think some of you saw that we went over there earlier this year and just fell in love with the place. We've known about Austin for a long time, gone back and forth, done events there, obviously been to South by Southwest multiple times and just really love the city. And ultimately, you know, after everything that's happened this year, we thought like, you know, for our family, for our businesses, for everything going on, like what is that next frontier for us. What are we doing? You know, where are we, how are we evolving? And we just decided that Austin is the next move, you know, centrally located, very favorable to small businesses, nature, great people, great restaurants, wide the fuck open. I love it. Um, just love that Texas mentality. So Texas, here we come, get ready. Hopefully we get welcomed with open arms and not chased out of there. I feel like we should have Taylor ask all his weird questions because I'm sure he has a weird list. Well, I think when I first told him about Texas, you could tell he was like a deer in headlights. He didn't know what we were doing. He got a little scared. Scared. He thought that we abandoning Taylor. So whatever's Taylor on your mind. Move. I'm Googling a list right now. It says top 10 reasons to move to Texas. And number number seven is unique Texas barbecue and Tex-Mex. Lauren, are you looking forward to firing up that grill and cooking some authentic, unique Texas barbecue for Michael when he's wearing his cowboy hat and his cowboy boots? I fuck with cornbread. I, I'm not the biggest barbecue girl. That might change when I move there. You guys can tell me what the place is to go to. I'm going to suck that barbecue down. I love barbecue. You always have had somewhat of like a, a not a, I wouldn't say weird Texas style, but you do where sometimes I come in, I just feel like for the over the last two years- Are you talking about Lauren or me? You. You've gotten closer and closer to a cowboy- than the average person. Listen, I've said this for a long time to people that are close to me. I obviously Lauren and I have grown up in California. You know, we 
we, we were born in San Diego, both of us. I went to Arizona for a brief stint, loved it out there. And then obviously been in LA for the last few years, but like at heart, I feel like I've never actually been a California by, I never cared about the beach. I don't really, you know, do the whole thing in California. I've always had a different style. Every, you know, every book I've ever read, that's my favorite, you know, favorite book takes place in the West. All my, you know, I grew up watching Westerns. I just love the whole, I just love the whole culture there. We know you like Westerns. It's all you watch and it's all the music you listen to. And when I first met you, when we first started dating, I don't know if you remember this, but you said to me, I said, let's go to the beach. And you said... I don't do sand. <laughs> Let me tell people out here. A lot of people are like the the dream is one day to move to California. Let me give. I'll give you a laundry list of reasons why you shouldn't. Um, throughout this episode, not to say I hate. I mean, listen, family's still here. A lot of a lot of stuff's going. On. We'll still have a dear media presence here. Like love LA, love the people, love everything. But the beach. Who gives a shit about the beach? Honestly, I know people get excited. Like, oh, I want. To, unless you're like a surfer. The sand's a little bit of a pain in the ass here. They don't, for whatever reason in California, they don't allow restaurants on the beach like they do in Europe. So that's no fun. You can't even eat there. You have to lug all your shit there in a cooler. Sand gets everywhere. Parking's a pain in the ass. And to kick it all off, the water's cold as hell and it's not clear. I mean, maybe that makes me sound a little bougie, but I don't see the appeal to the beach in California. Okay, so you don't like sand and you don't like how the beach isn't clear. No, I don't need to be getting all that sand in between my toes and then putting the thing and then you got to wear flip I'm over that. I don't you don't care. like when your toes clutch the flip-flop. You're no. like Anakin Skywalker in those in the prequels where he goes on that long monologue about sand. He's I like, I just hate sand. That. I like to look at the beach for six minutes and then leave. I don't like sand. It's coarse, and rough and irritating and it gets everywhere. Not like here. Here everything is soft and smooth. But I mean, that's just me. But that's probably why, like, you know, I'm not suited and why we're doing this move. It's like, listen, some people love the We're not beach. doing the move because you don't like sand. It's part of the reason. Let's go back to why, why I'll go back to why I wanted to move. So when I got pregnant with Zaza, I was taking a morning walk every single morning, seven days a week. And as I would walk, I would start to notice that I was really craving nature and solace and trees and plants and just being surrounded by that. And I thought it was just because I was pregnant. Well, I gave birth and that feeling didn't go away. And what I've known to be true is that it's incredibly important to listen to your intuition. And my intuition was telling me that I was in a city that had too much cortisol and not enough peace of mind. And to me, above everything and anything, peace of mind is number one. I feel like you can't be an effective wife an effective sister, mom, and an effective businesswoman if you don't have peace of mind. So that was one of the main draws for me. Austin is very different from LA in that sense. You know, I thought I was going to have to fight you on it because like I've wanted to do this for a little while now. And I've, you know, we've looked at other states. I think like it's a very business friendly state, obviously, but we're not the first people to discover Austin, Texas or Texas per se. Like you can see there is a mass exodus going on. There's a lot of opportunity. Tesla just announced over there. Oracle, I think Apple's moving a headquarters. Like there's a lot of business activity. And so from a business standpoint, I do think it's one of the the next frontiers of business. But I really did think, Lauren, that I was going to have to fight you. I never, honestly, I've known you our whole life. I never thought in a thousand years you would agree to move to Texas with me. Something happened when I was pregnant where it just reprioritized everything. And then what happened is I had the baby in January 
And in March, COVID hit. It's cliche, but it really did make you sit still and think about what you really want out of life. For me, what I really want is a very specific kind of house that's very that's a sanctuary. I want a sanctuary. Don't feel like we had that in LA. It hasn't been a sanctuary. Uh, I want the ice bath and I want the sauna and the wellness stuff and I want to be in the trees and nature. And of course, for work, we're going to have to periodically come back to LA, which is fine. I feel like we get a little piece of LA and then we can have our sanctuary in Texas. How fitting is talking about Skillshare in this episode? I mean, honestly, if you are doing something that you don't like right now, your answer is Skillshare, okay? Because you can do what you're doing and then you can have a side hustle and learn how to have a side hustle with Skillshare. The course that I'm going to recommend to you for the new year is a course that I had my whole team do, and that is called Make Creativity Your Career, Six Exercises to Create a Successful Side Project. I think that if you are in a job or a situation that you are not happy with, this is the way to go. I wanted my team to go through this exercise just because I think it's so powerful to be able to have a full-time job and a side hustle. I feel like it just is very fulfilling. Skillshare has been a partner of this show for, I think, three, four years running now. And for those of you that aren't familiar with it and have not been paying attention, Skillshare is an online learning community that offers membership with meaning, with so much to explore, not just creative outlets, right? If you if you want to learn how to be organized, you want to learn how to be productive, you want to learn how to do accounting, they have courses taught by people like you and me for almost everything for a very, very minimal cost. You know, when I think about all the people that are spending so much money right now to be taking classes online and get a college education or high school education. Like, you know, it makes my brain kind of go in circles because Skillshare is so affordable. It's so efficient. There's so much to offer and you can do it all from home. They have everything. So if you're interested in animation, design, illustration, lifestyle, photo and film, business, writing, it's everything. If you're interested in doing video for your Instagram, that's one of the ones I had my team do too. Now they know how to create these beautiful assets when we have the podcast. I highly recommend it. If you're sitting around and you want to add some purpose to your life, I would highly recommend this. I know that when I want to learn and I want to explore my creativity, I just go on there, click around. There's so many different options. And if you're new to Skillshare and looking for a place to start, I highly recommend a course by Greg McEwen. He's been on this show. It's all about productivity, especially in the new year, how to be productive, how to be efficient with your time. So check it out. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash TSC and get a free trial of premium membership. That's Skillshare.com slash TSC. Again, that's Skillshare.com slash TSC for a free trial premium membership. All right, back to our solo episode. Yeah, I mean, well, I think the biggest thing is that Lauren and I personally, and, and this is maybe advice to young people, have waited a really long time to purchase the home that we're going to settle our family. And obviously we've had different real estate investments and different things throughout the years, but really like, I think a lot of you have wondered like, when are we going to actually get a place that we call home and, you know, have Zazen. And until this point we've had, you know, we've rented different condos and moved around to different places, San Diego, LA, downtown, like in the city, in the suburbs. And we've, we've kind of bounced around. And the reason being is like when you're a single person and you're looking to do what we did, which was bounce around a lot before you have a family travel, a lot, save some money, um, you know, live as a nomad, like renting is a much better solution. I think we're taught for so long that you take your life savings and you put it into this house. And what I'm trying to tell young people is that I think you do the opposite. I think you save, 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 you know, bounce around, have low costs of living. And then when you, when you start to establish a family and decide you want to settle down a little bit more, that's when you buy a house. There's other things that you can invest in over the years to protect your money. But, you know, 
we, you know, we looked at this entire year and we said, okay, we have a family now, we have a kid, like, where do we want to raise her? And we want to raise her in a place that, you know, is more conducive to our lifestyle, that has great schools, that has nature where she can be a kid. Yeah, I think that society tells you, and I think the generation, like my parents' generation, is that you get the house and you stay in the house and that's where you have to stay. And I think what our generation's realizing is you can be more malleable. Like maybe we'll move to Texas for five years and then we'll move somewhere else. There's, I don't really want to write my whole story today. I just, I want to be able to move and be flexible. Give me anything, just don't give me boring. So I'm super excited for a change. I don't know about you, babe, but I'm ready. No, I'm extremely excited. And listen, like I said, like there's, California is a great place and like we've lived here a long time, but I'd be lying if I, and a lot of people are probably thinking this, like California is a fucking shit show right now. Like there is a real problem with leadership in this state. There's a problem with the shutdowns. There's no real clear plan. You know, we have some of the highest cases with COVID. Like it's, it's a mess. The infrastructure in a lot of the cities is lacking and there's, it's not a surprise that a lot of people are leaving right now. And I think in life you have a choice. Like, do you want to just sit somewhere and tough it out, which is an option, or do you want to go on to something new? And for Lauren and I, like we just decided like, this is something new. It's exciting. There's a lot of new opportunity. It feels like an exciting place to go. There's a lot of big companies, a lot of people moving there. And so, you know, we're looking at this as like a real opportunity to, to jet off and do something exciting. I also want to say, and this really helped us. I don't know if this will help anyone else is that when we found the home that we wanted to buy, we made a list before we found it of every single thing that we wanted out of our sanctuary. So we had every little detail of what we wanted. And so when we found the house that we loved, Michael and I laid in bed and we looked through the list and it checked all of our boxes. So if you are looking for a place to move or you're looking to even move your job or your career or whatever it is to have that list in front of you of all the things that you want. It like manifests, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I think like another thing that so many of us have learned this year is how we thought we needed to work is not necessarily true. I mean, to speak to Dear Media, for example, like that company, we've we've been remote the entire team since March. Like we still haven't opened up. And what I realized, like Half the team moved back home. Some of them are actually moved to Texas. Some of them are, you know, we're all spread all over the place. But we're How still many are being, there? There's about 30 of us and we're all spread out all over the place. And we even even if the pandemic ends and everyone gets vaccinated and everyone's and it goes away, which I think is still going to be a while. I don't think we will ever as a company get back to that nine to six structure in an office or nine to five structure in an office chained to a desk. Like it's always going to be a little flexible. People moving around to different places, work from homes, definitely like already been set as a policy for us. Like it's really going to only be like when you need to go in the office, you go in. And if as long as you're doing your job, that's all we really care about. And don't you think it's so important to to evolve to the circumstance? Like the circumstance that we're in is COVID. We're working from home. So as business owners, you do have to adapt to what's happening. You can't fight it. I tell my team all the time, like, you know, if you're running an organization, and this is just my advice, it's not a blanket advice for everybody, but I, I do feel a part of me has to live two, three, four years in the future. And you don't really get the luxury of being in the present moment as a, as a business owner, because you got to kind of try, it's not always perfect, and predict where the world's going. And when I look at opportunity, 
Um, I really do think like the next frontier of opportunity is into some of these states that are a little bit more business friendly and where people are starting to migrate to with a little bit more quality of life. And, you know, places like LA and New York that have been honestly shit shows for the last year are going to struggle for a few years now. And so we had the choice as a company to, to decide like, do we want to just stay and ride that wave out or do we want to look to a new frontier? And like, we're always going to have presences in places like that, but you know, where's the next opportunity? And for me, I feel like it's in places like Texas. Did you ever think about moving back to old Heartbreak Ridge, Arizona? I don't know if I ever lived in Heartbreak. Where the fuck is Heartbreak Ridge? Heartbreak Ridge is just joking because that's oh. the place where you went to college and, and oh, in that's Tucson? where you were dating um, around I thought when about you were not opening a satellite office for one person Was in he Tucson. dating? Was he dating? Is that what you call that? I don't I mean, know if he was dating. Maybe not dating. Is that the right term? Dating is not the right term. We maybe for a few hours. Oh, Some old notches hours. on the headboard. Some old, Maybe for a few minutes. <laughs> dating. Uh so Taylor, yeah, we are going to open a satellite office in Tucson, Arizona. It's an office of one and we're moving you out there yeah, we're, tomorrow. We're going to move you out into a little tiny shack with no Wi-Fi. If I think about it, would I rather be live somewhere that's a free, extremely cold or extremely hot? I would probably say I'd rather live somewhere extremely cold. I, Desert's not for me. I just have to say, I just have to say it. One of the other things I fucking love about Texas is the support of small businesses. That has been an issue for me in California. The support of small businesses in Texas is the vibe. Yeah, I mean, it's been, I'm not going to lie. I told people, like, people may not like to hear this, but politics aside, it's been a complete shit show for many small businesses. Restaurants are completely fucked in this state right now. I mean, everyone's shut down. It's terrible to see what's happening. People are literally losing their livelihoods, you know, while, I mean, we went to the Grove the other day for Christmas shopping and it was amazing to me here in LA. The restaurants are shut down, right? You can't have anyone, but then the people in the Grove are shopping in every store. They're sitting at every table. Every corporate store is full. I hate circumstances where there is a subset of rules that apply to one group and a different set of rules that apply to someone else. It's either same rules for everybody or no rules at all. I can't stand when it's like you. some people can do this and some people can't. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't work. Clearly, it's the reason why we have such a mess going on in the state. Hey, 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 let's talk about beta brands. Okay, so we're going to talk about loungewear, but comfortable loungewear that also looks amazing on Zoom. It makes you look presentable, okay? Beta brand has this dress pant yoga pant that I have been raving about for the last years. I am telling you, you guys, this is as comfortable as your pajamas. But like I said, it looks professional and like you actually tried for the day. So if you're working from home, like so many of us are, and you're video conferencing, you are going to look chic and made up and put together, but you're actually extremely comfortable and you're in wrinkle resistant stretch knit fabric. I like the black ones, the skinnies. They're my go-tos. I wear them all the time. I wear them on walks while I do conference calls. I wore them to Pilates the other day. I wear them to podcast. I wear them to Zoom. Everything, I'm telling you. These are the pants. They're comfortable, they're stylish, and they hold you in. And I have to say, I get compliments on my butt. Like even Taylor was complimenting me on my butt with these, okay? <laughs> so there's tons of different colors. If you're not a fan of the black, there's tons of different colors, okay? So you can buy them in all different colors. And they also have different styles. There's bootleg, straight leg, skinny, cropped, eight pocket, and more. And they launch new styles weekly. Right now, all Skinny Confidential Him and Her listeners can get 25% off your first order when you go to betabrand.com slash skinny. That's 25% off your first order for a limited time at betabrand.com slash skinny. Find out why women are buying five different pairs of these pants. You're going to go to betabrand.com slash skinny for 25% off. I am telling you, if you want to be comfortable while looking professional, these are your pants. (music) 
I also think back to when I was a bartender and when I was a hostess and when I was a cocktail server. And if someone had taken away my ability to work, I would have had to sleep on someone's couch, period. That's the situation I was in. I would have had to sleep on someone's couch. I wouldn't have been able to afford rent, a car, gas, just the essentials for living. So I just think that the way Texas has handled the small business situation is pretty strong. And that's, people are going to get mad about like some people are going to sit on the side of the fence and be like, well, you know, like the problem is, and I said this when I did a rant earlier this year, you can't have a subset of rules for some people and a different set for other people. Because the problem is perfect example. You go to somewhere like the Grove, everybody's out, they're running around, they're eating, they're drinking, they're hanging out at the chairs and tables. And you look at a restaurant and they're forced to shut down. Explain to me how people shopping in closed quarters and people eating at the tables out there is any different from the restaurants. Being, it doesn't make sense. It, it, there's no cohesive plan. It's just like, Somebody, you know, up in Sacramento said, hey, like, I think this is a good idea with no thought process or science behind it and just said, like, OK, we're going to punish this set of people and not punish the other set. And I just think that's a complete nightmare. And, you know, people people have different opinions on this stuff. But like in life, if you don't like the current circumstances and in this country, you have a choice to either stay in those circumstances or move. And that's the beautiful thing. Like Lauren and I decided, like, OK, we're not so happy with these circumstances. We're going to move. And, and that's the right decision for us. And by the way, if you don't agree with us, that's OK. I feel like there's this thing online right now that if you don't agree with that person, that there is a disconnect. I, I think that for me, I want to be around people I disagree with all the time. I want to have friends I disagree with. I mean, how fucking boring would it be to have all these friends that we agreed on everything? It's okay not to agree with anyone. It's always like, take what you like, leave what you don't. You know what's interesting talking about booming small businesses? In Texas, there's a place called Bucky's, and I guess it's a, it's a gas station, but the gas stations are really big. There's 83 toilets in this gas station and so, it's fucking massive i mean with the amount you go to the toilet you could be you i know. was i was literally thinking i'm gonna i would go there and i would take 83 deuces over 83 days oh, all right i mean like if that's i could become a blogger called the no actually that wouldn't that would be a good blog name 83 either. deuces over 83 days um, I mean, it sounds if that's, like a, if a that's movie. what you dream about man uh, like dude, I, I just had bone broth like come on taylor 83 deuces Ugh. Ugh. So what do you think, Taylor? You think you're going to join us out there? So I don't know anything about Texas per se. I've been twice. I When I worked for an art gallery years ago and I did a lot of traveling, I went through the airport one time and then there actually was, I want to say I was in Dallas, but I, again, it was so long ago that I can't so you just don't, you don't Wait, know. so you're saying you went to Texas because you went through the airport? One time I went through the airport and the second time I actually was in Texas, but I never left the hotel. So I didn't get to get much of an experience. So you've never been to Texas? Well, I, I have, but again, I never left the hotel. Pack your shit, man. You're moving. You're a mandatory move. Uh, you're you're forced to go. You'd look hot in a cowboy boot if you cut your hair, maybe. I don't know. A little cowboy I, hat. I have a long brim hat. I just don't think that those sort of hats work with my face, but I, I would try it. Cowboy boots, I've never worn it and they always look very uncomfortable. Did you know that uh, I've been taking a secret poll on you? Really? What, what's, what's the poll? So every time I post you, we get mixed DMs. Half of the DMs say you look just like someone blank from Gilmore Girls. And the other half, are you ready? Yeah. Wait for it. Say that you look just like Quagmire. Quagmire. I mean, not really. Ouch. I mean, animated form, no. I know what the so the other An guy is the, 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 is the director's brother. He's the director of shit. The movie with Chris Pratt. 
where he's the main character. It's that guy's brother. That I don't know. Everyone brother. says that you look like whatever from Gilmore Girls and Quagmire. So th those are the two. That's the two. I would uh, do everything I could. Man, you need to add a third pull the in there. It needs to be the Quagmire, do the, the guy from Gilmore's, Gilmore Girls, and then throw in Jude Law, and then I'm happy with Why that. do you Just think at you least look like put Jude that Law? on You there. don't put look like Jude there. Law. I, I hate to break it to you. Jude Law is not in the running. In fact, I've never even heard that once. I think people think, think that. that if you say you look like Jude Law enough times, people are going to start to see it. But I, I don't think that's happening. Man. Sometimes people are like, you know who you look like? And they're like, that guy. I'm like, Jude Law. And they're like, yeah. So maybe I just kind of put that out there. No one has ever said that. Not one person that we've ever talked to. And literally no one. We've known you for I've what, never heard 20 something say. years. We've never heard anyone say Jude that. Jude Law is not. Besides you. Who I thought. Well, let's, let's, let's let the audience decide about that one. So one other thing I want to ask about is far. The one thing that where I would draw the line and I just can't get into it. My mom listens to it. My sister likes it. And it's a lot of people tend to like this style of music is country music. I I agree. Can't listen to it. But what about I'm I, no, no, I don't no. like country music either, but I love Western music. No, you guys, let me educate you both. A little bit of Waylon Jennings, Johnny Cash, a yes. little bit of Marty Robbins, a little bit of Hank Williams. I'm like, in. You, all of those things. You know, the Highwaymen, you want to do a little bit of that. Willie Nelson. Sometimes Willie's not my cup of tea, but he's great. You know, I think like that type of country Western music is incredible. And I think if you listen to that, Taylor, you'd probably like it. But I know what you're talking about. I think like you don't really he like. He doesn't like the I lost my dog. Grab your partner, do -si do that That shit, the square dancing stuff. That's. It exists. You need, to, you need to broaden your horizons, my friend. Will there, you let Taylor sleep in our house? Are you kidding me? You better warm up that couch, girl. Uh, no. no, no, no. You know who you would like, <laughs> Taylor? You know who you'd like? There's a young guy named Coulter Wall who's amazing. I think he's from Canada, though. Chris Stapleton's pretty good. He's a newer guy. And then I also like, um, dude, listen, George Jones, Merle Haggard. Like, you, need to, you just need to brush up on your stuff. I just mean that I know that that is a staple from Texas because that's, I think Louisiana has, I don't want to say it's, it's not soul music, but I think blues, like the Memphis area, all that. It's kind of originated from that area, if I if I'm not mistaken. But Texas, 100% country music Listen, comes from there, so it's probably the, the the soul of Texas is probably all over the place. The Texas music. Texas is an incredible place. I mean, it's like you know, you the people over there, you know, they're they're not taking shit. And you know, it is. I don't know if you know this. It's one of the only. I think it is the only state in the country that's allowed to fly its flag at the same height of the American flag because it was Texas, you know, like it was, you know, it started, it was not part of the United States for a little while. And then later it became a part. Um, there's, you know, it, there's a lot of good stuff in there. It's one of the last frontiers of American freedom. Can you give us any history on Texas? You always know the historical situations. The Alamo. Are you talking to Taylor or me? From you. But no, I, I want to hear about the Alamo from yeah, the Taylor. Alamo is interesting. Again, I don't know much about it, but I know that it was it was during that was the, was it the Mexican American War? It's Listen, not people go big in Texas, and the Alamo is a good example. If you understand what happened, in the Alamo, they knew at that time that they had no chance to win, and they just said, you know what, fuck it, we're going to stand and fight, and we're going all in. And I think like what I love about the Texas mentality is it's that all in, go big mentality, and like I think Texas is also a state that you know, doesn't necessarily care if you fail as long as you try as hard as you can to succeed. It's one of, it's like this, it's a different type of mentality that like you just go there and you feel this energy of people. It's like, they're a bunch of badasses over there. They know like, you know, it's not like life is tough. Like you have to understand, like there was a lot of struggle in that state and in that territory for many, many years. And the people that were able to stick around and, and stay there and live there, you know, like they weren't, they weren't easy people. New year, new you with Juve. Okay. My friend just texts me. She goes, Do you really love red light therapy? And while she was texting me, I text her a picture because I was actually doing red light therapy. I do this every single day. I cannot 
say enough good things about the juve. Truly, it works wonders for me. It's become a habit for me. It's something that I crave. I sit in front of it for probably about 15 minutes a day and I do my Wim Hof breath work. And then when I'm done, I get in a freezing cold shower. And this tiny little 15-minute habit has changed my life. We literally fight over it. We fight over who can use it and and who gets to use it first. I literally juve my butthole, too. We talked about that on another episode. Michael, I don't know what you do in there. It gets creepy, I'm sure. You don't need to come in and catch me doing that. Don't worry about how I juve. For for those of you that are wondering what juve is, juve is red light therapy. We've been talking about this for a while now on the show. They've been a partner for a long time. We actually had the founders and the creators of the juve product and company on the show to talk about all the benefits of red light therapy. It does everything from balance your hormones, boost your testosterone, gives you energy, helps fight fatigue, helps with seasonal depression. If you're sitting there and you've been stuck in the house for a very long time and you just feel like you need to get outdoors, you need that boost of light, like implement red light therapy into your life, I'm telling you it's a game changer. Here's something that I've noticed too that's so crazy. If I do it in the morning with my breath work, I have so much energy. But if I do it at night to wind down, if I meditate in front of it or I'm reading a book in front of it, it winds me down. So it almost is like crazy how it works with your body's circadian rhythm. Um, I don't know. I'm telling you my skin has never looked better when I do it every single day. You guys got to try it. So if you're looking for a new Juve, I have exciting news. You're going to go to juve.com skinny and use code skinny. With this, you'll get an exclusive discount on Juve's next generation devices. Exclusions apply limited time only. Guys, they have this new Juve Go. It's a great option because it's affordable and battery powered and you can take it anywhere. I'm telling you, it fits in the palm of your hand. That's J-O-O-V-V dot com slash skinny, juve dot com slash skinny. So some things that I am going to be doing in Texas, Michael Bostick, just so you're aware. Let's hear it. Don't embarrass me, Lauren, to my new Texas neighbors. I am going to get an A plus in cooking. I'm going to learn to cook. It's a long oh road my God. It's I'm a long, make, long road. I am going to make a mean Thanksgiving dinner next year. You're going to be like, who is this? The last time you cooked me turkey, you left it raw, and I was shitting my brains out for a week because, you, you know, you can't eat raw turkey. And you you should thank me. That's a little detox No, I almost you. died. You need to know, like, listen, if you want to start cooking, you need to go back to, like, you're going back to basics. You I'm need to going learn how back to, to basics. Meat. I'm going to learn how to cook, okay? I'm getting an ice bath in the backyard. I don't care what you say. And I definitely want to go on walks every single morning. I want you to make my coffee every morning. I have a whole list of what I want you to do. I believe all of this except the cooking part, Taylor. What do you think? I question everything but the ice bath. What? I think the ice bath you'll get. Cooking. Just watch. I've never heard Michael say anything that you cooked that that he was like, oh, this is amazing. That's not true. Or maybe it's not true. There's okay. I can count on my hands. Two meals that you make that are Which good. were? You make a mean sandwich. I make a mean sandwich. You make you a say, mean, it, say it, say it real. But you, you can't a, bring that over to your neighbors. You can't say, hey, by the way, I made a, you a sandwich. My sandwich and my blowjob. Okay, Mix that together. Go, what's better? Than which is why I haven't complained. Go the give sandwich, the neighbors that, both of the those. Say, I got you a sandwich and a blowjob. Here's the trick to a sandwich, okay? You have to toast lightly the bread, but not too much because you don't want it too crunchy. It's a light, light toast. Then you have to do a little bit of avocado mayo and a lot of Dijon mustard. But the real trick to a good sandwich, can't believe I'm giving up one of my tricks and I'm not going to pronounce this right, is pepperoncinis. It's yes, I mean, a hundred percent. Let's not turn this episode into a sandwich tutorial, but I would say, like, you, you do a good sandwich, but everything else has been really, you know, it's a struggle. What I, else? You were going to say something I, else. Honestly, when I see you cooking meat, let me tell 
Guys, the other day I caught Lauren trying to cook a New York steak in a little soup pan. You know the ones where you open a can of soup, the little pan, and you put it on the thing and you pour the soup in there? She was trying to cook a New York steak in a soup pan. You make it work. What did you do with that meat? You had to throw it away, didn't you? <laughs> I had to throw it away. I, I also saw you try to cook rancid meat the other day that you'd left in the fridge that was done. In, uh, I didn't know when meat turns gray, it's bad. And I you're going to serve Google this to, to me and no, our child? No, you just wait. I am going to be cooking up a storm in my sanctuary. And you're going to be like, can I have some of that? You told me that one of your resolutions this year was deleting the Postmate app off your phone. Yeah. So you're stuck with me, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, fucking right. Yeah, um, he said Michael he I didn't Mr. say it's a resolution. I said or he's that Mr. Online Food Order. Because again, I've never seen him cook Yeah, either. man, if you had your wife cooking you rancid meat and you were like, life was at stake. Listen, look, if you're going to be cooking, hopefully you learn. Because if not, my my stint in Texas is going to be short. You're gonna, you might just dig a grave Before in the backyard. Before you bring over something to the neighbor, you better make sure you get that recipe down pat. Because you're going to bring him something over and they're going to go, we hate the neighbors because they made my wife sick. I'm not a bring a thing to the neighbors kind of girl. Like, I'll hey, let Michael I, do that. I made some casserole, some good old potato salad. No, I don't want to just like, I, I hate when people ring my doorbell. So what am I going to do? I'm going to show up like and be like, hi. They're going to be like, bitch, why are you ringing my doorbell? No, no, no. This place. We, Texas. They're going to be like, hey, neighbor. No, no, no. Taylor. Or I howdy, think, neighbor. I think you have a, a, a strange view of what's going on in Texas. People, I don't. Maybe you don't watch TV no shows. No matter where you are in the country. <laughs> No matter where you are, you can't show up to people's door out of nowhere anymore. Taylor, 100% would. 100% would. I guess you're right. It is kind of strange. It would be strange to show up to a stranger, even though if you're they're your neighbor with some food and be like, here you go. Here's the rules when you visit us. Are you ready for the rules? Rule number one, please don't sleep in your clothes. It grosses me out. Just bring some pajamas because it's really creepy whenever you sleep over and you wake up in the same clothes and you've been wearing them for three days and your boxers haven't been washed and you have ball junk and I can smell it. That's number one. I always feel comfortable in my clothes. It's the same reason why I never want to take my shoes off. Rule number two, which is probably the most important if you come over, you are no longer allowed to go into any of the bathrooms and take shirtless mirror selfies. Are you going to be able to do that? Yeah, I'm not physically as fit as I was back in the day. So unfortunately, like it's not going to happen even if I wanted it to, which I would love to, but I just can't do it. Rule number three, please don't use my razor again to shave your pubic hair. (laughs) (laughs) That never happened. Yes, it did. And don't cut that out because yes, it did. I use Michael's... Shaver wants to, to trim my beard. Oh, oh, oh that's not that bad. The beard. I thought you were going to say your beard. Pubes. No, not no, not the downstairs beard. The regular beard. I, I actually would like to do this on air right now. I'm going to make a. Not, I don't want to say a promise because I don't know when it would happen. I would like to cook dinner for you and Michael one time to show you my cooking skills because I'm actually a good cook. Really? So I would cook dinner for the both of you in Texas. I am not that good at steak, so I can't really do that. But I can I can grow a really good chicken. I know a lot of good salmon recipes. When have you ever cooked? All, all the time. When I lost a lot of weight, I did a lot of cooking at home. Great. So, I can't wait to bring you out to Texas and you can cook. You know what I'm really excited about for Austin? What? They have a lot of really great restaurants, so I'm not going to deal with either of your cooking. So That's not I'm true. excited. Let me know where I need to go, guys. You are, are dealing there. with my cooking. I am not going to be... I'm not eating raw rants and meat. And Taylor, I don't know what you're doing. I don't, I don't know about that. I got to I gotta see some other people. I want, to, I want you to feed it to other people and I want to see their reaction and how they survive the next few days before I eat any. I, I don't know about you two. So that's that. We wanted to do this episode to let you guys in, give you the juice, tell you why we are moving. We are here. If you live in Texas, you'll probably see us. Michael? In Austin, probably. In Austin. Texas is a big fucking state, Lauren. I'm going to have to give you a little geography lesson. <laughs> Geography's not. <laughs> Geography and cooking meat, okay? If you're anywhere in Texas, you will see us. <laughs> you, you know what I just realized, Lauren? You've been basically kind of Texas this whole time because you always talk about the Texas Twister. What is the Texas Twister? 
I have no idea what you're talking According about. According to Urban Dictionary, the Texas Twister, the back and forth twisting motion of the hands by a female while performing oral sex oh, on the she, male. She, she's, she knows all about the Texas Twister. Hands twist from left you to right while stroking up and down. You know who taught me about the Texas Twister? You and this is a story for another episode. John Mayer. Okay. John Whoa. Mayer, if you're listening. Did you blow John Mayer? You never know. Oh John Mayer, if you are listening, you taught me about the Texas Twister. And honestly, I think the reason, one of the reasons my husband married me is because of the Wait, Texas Twister. You should Twister. tell me this story right now because I need to know, like, I need to know what I'm competing I'll with here. Did you blow you. John Mayer? No, tell the story. <laughs> let's just tell the say, story. Tell the story. Let's just say there's a reason that I married you. Tell the story. <laughs> like Was the it you? Oh, it's because t- uh, he has a tiny penis? I personally did not blow John Mayer. But one of my very good friends. Say the name. I'm not saying the name. Blue John Mayer. And she told me that he asked her to do the twist. And she asked what the twist was. And he proceeded to show her. And now. What a legend. Did he turn marriage, it into a song? He's no. like, listen, girl. He's like, you squeeze your hand and you suck on my shaft. You squeeze your hand and you suck on my shaft. Squeeze your hand and you suck on my shaft. You squeeze your hand and you suck on my shaft. <laughs> oh god something like john mayer style music though i actually know the friend you're talking about yeah um okay so so john mayer thank you for teaching me the texas twist my husband thanks you thank you john mayer yeah um and that's that guys we hopefully will see you in austin if you're there come up say hi and uh well, it depends it depends what we're doing don't just pop up out of nowhere i like a little bit of warning lauren's a little bit more of a pop-up person i'm more of like hey let's approach slowly because i don't I, I don't like people just popping up if you see me maybe a little slight wave and then maybe we, we you know what I mean? you know so what I mean, i'm more i'm nicer than you no it's not nicer i just don't want people popping out of nowhere you know i gotta you guys pop up out of nowhere i get a little worried i gotta see where you're coming from i don't like people just popping up my backside you know taylor we can't wait for you to cook for us and come out and visit us definitely bring a change of clothes a change of boxers preferably and a razor that would be great. With that, thank you guys so much for listening to this solo episode. We are going to be doing so many more solo episodes this year. It is the year of the solos. Of course, we will also have interviews, but you're going to get a lot of Michael and I. You're stuck with us. Stuck. We'll see you in Texas. This episode is brought to you by Skillshare. Skillshare is an online community that offers membership with meaning. With so much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives, Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth. If you're a hustler and you want to explore your creativity, you definitely want to check out Skillshare.com TSC. That's Skillshare.com TSC. 